Harmony and Healing Podcast, a podcast about music, health, wellness, and activism that will help you to find balance between life as a musician and self-care through health and wellness. I'm your host, Jazzy Piggott, a tuba player, composer, certified personal trainer, writer, educator, and podcaster based in Baltimore, Maryland. In this week's episode, that's probably going to be a little shorter than normal, I will be talking about gratitude, what it is, why it's important, and how to start cultivating it in your life. Gratitude is defined as the quality of being thankful. Psychology Today further clarifies that it is the expression of appreciation for what one has independent from monetary worth. People most often practice gratitude by thinking about three things in their life that they are grateful for. Some people journal and others will make this process communal by sharing it with family and friends. But why is gratitude important? It is very easy to forget the good happening in your life when you are going through a rough period. In episode 8, I talked about navigating lows and briefly mentioned gratitude there. It is important, especially in these moments, to find things to be grateful for. Holding on to these good things allows you to have hope for better times. People who practice gratitude are less likely to have mental health issues such as depression. To get into depression a bit, depression is a mental illness that is characterized, in short, by being sad about being sad. Those going through depressive phases are often met with loneliness, hopelessness, helplessness, worthlessness, and low energy or motivation, even to just get out of bed. I struggle with depression, and I have for the last 13 years of my life. Currently, I take antidepressants, and they truly make a difference in how I feel because before, I was just really depressed all the time and couldn't get myself to do anything. And unfortunately, these little periods of depression, they can come randomly or they can be triggered by one event that leads me into a downward spiral in which then next thing you know, I've been not wanting to get out of bed or do anything for about three weeks. I tend to self-isolate. I will hide myself from people, and then I just focus on everything that's going wrong. If somebody doesn't look at me the right way, oh, they must have some issue with me. And depression just really clouds your thoughts. It's a negative cycle in which all your thoughts are clouded, and negative things leading to negative perceptions of social interactions and even doom thinking. And sometimes when I'm depressed, I even make it worse by thinking about how miserable it is to have depression. So again, just being sad about being sad. Now, gratitude can help those struggling with major depressive disorder and those who struggle with general unhappiness to find the positives, thus breaking the negative cycle, or at least weakening it. I'm not saying that Having gratitude is the cure for depression because I do practice gratitude a bit and I still have depressive episodes and I still go through those periods, but it just makes it feel a little bit better because you can focus on, hey, there is a tiny little light here in this dark tunnel. How do we start cultivating gratitude? 
To begin, just pay attention to the good things in your life. Do you have a roof over your head? Are your friends and family alive? Are you able to get food every day? Are you able to walk around freely? Do you have somebody to talk to in the evenings, whether that's texting or calling? Do you have a job? It's very easy to take these things for granted because, you know, you do take it for granted that you have a roof over your head. But then imagining your life without being in a house will be a totally different perspective. So you have a lot to be grateful for, a lot more than you might think. So just begin by paying attention to everything good that is in your life that you may be taking for granted. And don't take it for granted. Then we want to avoid feelings of envy, cynicism, and narcissism. Envy means that you're focusing too much on what others have and what you don't have rather than what you do have. So focus on what you do have. Cynicism is just finding the negatives of every single situation. That's that depression thinking where every single thing is a negative thing no matter what you want to do. Or even if something good happens, you're really cynical about it. And then narcissism. So I found these three emotions to avoid on the Psychology Today website. And I was very shocked to see narcissism in here with one of them. But when you think about it, it kind of makes sense. Because if you believe you're better than other people, it's not really a feeling of gratitude necessarily. It's just you're kind of full of yourself. Like, yes, you have great things and you might be better at some people at this thing than others, but you're not God's gift to the world. Nobody is. I mean, everybody is. But then nobody is, because nobody's that special. Sorry if I hurt you. Anyways, so avoid narcissism and just believing you're better than other people, because the other people in your life are good people. And they're in your life for a reason, but they each have their own lives. So you are not the center of the world. Then surround yourself with friends and family. When you're around friends and family, it makes it easier to realize that you have people to be grateful for in your life. And it makes you have people to talk to on a daily basis about things to be grateful for. I'll get back to that in a minute. You can also consider volunteering. They say that volunteering makes you feel more gratitude because you just feel better about having helped somebody else out for nothing. So volunteering every once in a while could be a really good source for your happiness. I know they say that it's good for people with depression. It just helps you find a sense of purpose because you are doing something good. Now here are some specific actions about how to start cultivating gratitude. So the first thing I have is to keep a gratitude journal. So I keep a regular journal and I just have little areas where I add gratitude every day. But a gratitude journal is basically you write down at the end of the day, what are three things you're grateful for? And you just focus on that. And that will be your journal for the day. You don't have to write a whole narrative about your life or anything. It's just three little sentences. I'm grateful for X. Another practice is to find opportunities to readily thank the people in your life, such as writing thank you notes. When you thank people, it makes people feel good and it makes you feel good. 
And it makes you realize you actually are thankful for the people in your life because of what they've done. And it doesn't have to be a specific thing that they give you. It could just be some random opportunity. I know my friend Kaylee Bernard, she was in episode 11. She wrote me a thank you note um, a couple months ago for really out of nowhere, but it was just to thank me for being her friend. And that really, I really appreciated that. So don't be afraid to write thank you notes or send little messages to people in your life that you think may think you take them for granted. Because they should know you don't take them for granted and that you are aware of everything that they do for you. Another thing to do is to play a little mental game by imagining scenarios in which certain things didn't happen the way they did. So one I kind of mentioned before is, what if I was homeless? How would my life be then? Another one is, hey, if I didn't get overlooked for this audition, I wouldn't have taken this other opportunity. I love to think back in my life and realize how everything just kind of happens for a reason and try to fit the puzzle together. Because it is really interesting to go back and be like, well, if I'd made this decision, then I wouldn't have met this person who wouldn't have introduced me to this person, and then I wouldn't be here, and then this wouldn't have happened. And there's so many things. Everything that has led up to your life has led up to this moment. And every little choice you have made has had an impact on who you are today. So take the time to think about some of those choices and some of the things that you may have thought of negative at the moment, but now that you look back at them, it's a positive. Like I was going through a breakup about five months ago. And at the time I thought it was a negative. But right now I have a really loving partner uh, that is a lot better than my, my ex. So if that breakup didn't happen, I wouldn't have him right now. And finally, regularly find opportunities to have conversations about gratitude with others. This will make you a little light in people's lives because, oh, you know, they're making me focus on something good that happened. And then people associate you with that good that happened. So that's one little good thing about gratitude. But in general, just talking about what you're each grateful for just has a, like a different level of authenticity and awareness to who you are and knowing each other better as people. Because it is just focusing on good things that are happening. I find a lot of conversation tends to be around the negative, at, at least kind of in, in my experience, but it's just focusing on kind of complaining or like, I wish this could have been better or, oh my gosh, this thing just happened to me. Why did this person do that? So maybe just focusing on this really good thing happened and I'm really grateful for it. Or, wow, I am so happy that I have a roof over my head. Just little things like that. In one organization I was a part of for a while, we liked to end every single board meeting where everybody said one thing that they were grateful for. And that allowed me to see what the other people in the meeting were, like behind work, and to see who they, or what they truly valued. I know for me, I was going through some depressive episodes at that time, and I was kind of looking forward to those conversations because it forced me to find something good to look at in my life. And some days it was just 
I woke up this morning and yeah, that, that is something to be grateful for some days. And it did kind of feel some type of way because maybe other people had better experiences than I had. But at the same time, me being grateful for waking up every day doesn't necessarily compare to somebody being grateful that they want an audition. You can all be grateful for your own things because everybody's life is different. So that concludes the information portion of this little mini episode. I am going to, from now on, do a couple mini episodes in between each larger episode, just because editing is a lot easier to do on a a smaller episode than it is on a longer episode. And they're easier to record because I don't have to awkwardly cut out these silences or try to find my little likes and ums, even though I've been like lazy with that. See, there's a like in there. I'm going to not edit that out because it's there. But (laughs) these mini episodes are just going to be between the larger episodes because it's also nice to just get into some smaller episodes because maybe some people don't have time to sit down and listen to a 45 minute podcast. I know I really don't anymore. So when I do have a 15 minute thing where I get a ton of information in a short amount of time, it's a good thing. So yes, mini episodes will be between the larger episodes. I'm not sure if next week will be another episode or if it will be a larger episode in which I come back with my intermittent co-host and my fantastic partner, Andre Thacker, but we will see. Anyways, so going back to gratitude in a way, now is time for Roses, Buds, and Thorns. So Roses, Buds, and Thorns is a segment I do to cultivate a level of authenticity and gratitude because when things in my life are going well, Maybe not everything is going well, and when things aren't going great, not everything is going that bad. So a thorn is something bad that happened. A rose is something basically that you're grateful for, that you're happy for. And a bud is something you're looking forward to. And I do like to encourage my listeners, this is your first time listening, to make your own list of roses, buds, and thorns each week. So my thorn this week, or I guess recently, not even just this week, I keep giving myself work on my breaks. And I don't know why I do that. It's been weird because I'm technically tied to three different programs right now. And they all have breaks at different times. So I've had like technically three breaks because I had my break from Peabody, which was the audition week break, which is like a week where we just don't have classes or lessons. So that was a break. Then I had the Ohio University break because then I didn't have to teach any of my lessons, which was great. And then next week is my actual spring break for Peabody as well. But I keep giving myself things to do. And it's a problem because, hey, I finally have time off to be a person. And I decide, you know what would be good right now? doing two arrangements for this brass gig I have in April. Or, you know, I can sub for something, you know, just get some extra money by working an extra eight hours at the end of the day. So I'm not really practicing what I preach and saying, take time off, because yes, I'm giving myself this work. I just signed up for subbing for a total of eight hours next week on two different days. And I'm kind of regretting it now, but I know I'm going to get there and just be 
you know, I'll be happy in the moment. I'll be grateful for it. I get to educate the youth. So yeah, okay, <laughs> that's my thorn, giving myself my work over break. My rose is that I literally today just finished a 30-day improvisation challenge that I was doing on Instagram, and I really improved a lot, like a lot with improvisation, because before I would just kind of sit there like, what do you mean I don't have music in front of me and don't know what notes to play? But now I can just kind of go, and I don't always have to do 50 takes before I find one that I actually think is good enough to post. So improvisation is just something that's coming natural to me now. It's not necessarily jazz, even though I do like a little bit of the blues and I can follow some chord progressions. I'm just improvising in really a classical style is my favorite way to do it. I did one video where Andre played some chords and I played over him and that was great. So yes, this improvisation challenge was really fun. And I like going back to look at my early improvisations and seeing really just the ways I have changed and how much easier it is to me now. And then my bud is that this weekend I'm going to go home for the first time since Christmas and I'm going to see the community choir that I used to sing with, the Dorothy Cotton Jubilee Singers, at their concert in Carnegie Hall. I technically was supposed to be a part of this performance, but I couldn't afford to pay the $600 to be a part of it. But I'm very excited that I will get to see them perform again because it's been so long since I've been with this group. It was undergrad, so that's about three years now. And I really took that choir for granted when I was there because... I was telling someone the other day that I just have no vocal outlet anymore because I am a singer. That was my first thing. But I just haven't had a place to sing in about three years since I left this choir. So I don't have that vocal outlet. And at least getting to see the choir and have that nostalgia about when I used to be in the choir and then get to see all the choir members that I was friends with, it's all something I'm looking forward to. And I'm just excited to do that this weekend and see where that goes. And that officially concludes this week's episode. So I hope you enjoyed it. Please share with a friend or family member because it's a shorter episode. They might be more inclined to listen to it. If you have the time as well um, or the generosity, please leave a rating and or a review on Apple Podcasts or even Spotify. I think they have ratings now. I would really, really appreciate it. It's something to be grateful for. I'm already grateful for all you listeners. And I just want to share my gratitude with more listeners. So please, please share. Next week, I will be back with an episode probably on reframing. And that's probably going to be with Andre. Um, If it's not on reframing, it's probably going to be about boundaries. So boundaries or reframing next week. Either of those episodes is going to come up in the next few weeks. So just be excited to look forward to that. I hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Harmony and Healing. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Harmony and Healing Podcast. And you can find me personally at The Jazzy Tubist on both Facebook and Instagram and at my website, jasminepiggit.com. I'll see you next Thursday.